This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Politics without the soap opera with unfiltered constitutional conservative truth. The Conservative Review with Daniel Horowitz. And welcome back, fellow American patriots and Minutemen standing at the ready to fight anew for our life, liberty, and property, just like it is 1776, except in this case, it is not the red coats are coming, it is the white coats are coming. The white coats are coming. What are we going to do about it? They already came. They already laid waste and devastation to our land, killed millions of people. Are we just going to sit back? And let it happen again and let the fallout from the first iteration with millions of people taking time bombs for died suddenly, birth defects, lack of birth. We're just going to go on as if this is not the top issue and act like it's not an issue at all. Like the other group think, well, we don't do group think here. We are your one-stop shop of the only truly independent conservative talk and pro-human talk here at CR Podcast. It is actually Tuesday, the 21st of February. And folks, that is the anniversary of the debut of the Communist Manifesto from Karl Marx. Well, we have our Freedom Manifesto out, Rise of the Fourth Reich, confronting COVID fascism with a new Nuremberg trial. If you haven't picked up your copy, please pick it up today. Uh, Bernie Sanders actually is topping the list of political books now with his uh, communist book out there. It's okay to criticize capitalism or something like that. And I'm thinking, dude, your version of capitalism, yeah, where you basically fund, market, promote, and distribute Pfizer's death product that couldn't get off the shelf in a free market, allow them to guard the safety and fabricate the data, oh, and then mandate it on every human being, engage in the Fourth Reich dehumanization apartheid on account of those who didn't get it, and then absolve them of all liability. Yeah, that form of capitalism, that's the form we are fighting with the rise of the Fourth Reich. The white coats are coming. And by the way, kudos to uh, our Tennessee team leader, Steve, for coining that expression. That is the rallying cry of this day, I need you to be our Paul Revere. Send this book to as many people as you know. Get it in your libraries. Um, make sure they put it on order and get it in the hands of your elected representatives, state legislators. Um, folks, with a lot of fires taking place, evidently, every day, more and more chemical plants blowing up. It's the new died suddenly. <clears throat> We're not every single person who dies early dies of the shot. But clearly, a lot of them are. It's a similar thing here. I mean, it's hard to pinpoint where this is a problem, but there's something much bigger that went on in Ohio. And then yesterday, you had there's like 13 people in the ICU in Bedford, Ohio, that's near Cleveland, with uh, um, another like uh, manufacturing plant blown up. This is just getting very bizarre. But folks, as they are coming for our food supply. Now is the time to make American farming great again with moinkbox.com. Okay, cut out 
uh, the garbage from your diet. Meat, chicken, fish are really the best thing you could eat, but the problem is a lot of it is injected with hormones and other pro-inflammatory junk. Moinkbox delivers every month to your door. If you sign up for their monthly box, grass-fed, grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, sustainable wild-caught Alaska salmon, tastes delicious, is healthy for you. And folks, if you sign up at moinkbox.com slash conservative, that's the URL, my listeners can continue to get a year of free filet mignon. So you get your monthly assorted boxes that you pay for, and then the free filet mignon uh, for the entire year. Again, this is American farming. We need it to keep our supply chains because China controls basically 60% of our uh, pork production. So again, get oinked with Moink at M-O-I-N-K box, moinkbox.com slash conservative. That's moinkbox.com slash conservative. So I really didn't plan this out. But as I was doing a show yesterday, largely about national divorce, remaking boundaries, thinking outside the box, we talked about greater Idaho. Well, Marjorie Taylor Greene once again makes headlines by emphatically calling for a national divorce. And I know I've been upset at her with her kissing up to Trump and McCarthy. But, you know, I got to give her credit because those people who are obsessed with Trump are the ones putting all their eggs in the basket of, ooh, the presidential election, as if we're going to fix this. She's actually, ironically, whether she means to do it or not, flying against the messaging of the Trump cult um, that somehow that's going to help us. And by the way, I would say, you know, DeSantis running too as an end to itself doesn't help us, although I do wonder if him running for president itself as the platform, because the campaign itself is a platform, if he does it right and runs on the right issues and elevates making red states red again, shaming these Republicans into doing the right things, there might actually be um, utility to that run, and that's something I want to develop over time, but the point is, She's willing to say, heck, this is stupid. We need a national divorce. We need to separate by red states and blue states and shrink the federal government. Everyone I talk to says this from the sick and disgusting woke cultural issues shoved down our throats to the Democrats' traitorous American last policies. We are done. She put that out on Twitter yesterday, and kudos to her. Now, obviously, Kay kicked off a firestorm. Uh, You know, the left reacted to it. But interestingly enough... The even greater visceral response was from Con Inc. And the loser conservative dumb industry of Teletubbies. Obviously, Liz Cheney, but it didn't just end with Liz Cheney. It was all these fake talkers. No, it's terrible. How dare you? The, the Utah governor even called it evil. Evil. Now, it's a little bit weird. See, if you're not with us, okay, let's say you're not on our side of the aisle. Um, guess what? You would just think this is stupid. Like, that's silly. That's like UFOs. Oh, well, I guess that is happening. But you get what I'm saying. That would be, if it's that outlandish, why are, like, you would scoff at it, maybe laugh out of it, but they're, they're like, frothing at the mouth, angry as anything, calling it evil. Why? And the answer is for the very reason why. 
This is such a vital idea. It's really the most important thing we need to aim towards. Commensurate with that is how much those who prop up the status quo are revolted by it. Because Con Inc. sustains itself off of this fraudulent notion that you continue voting Republican, focus on the presidential election, we're making progress, it's all good. They don't want to think of anything new. They don't, they're not pained like you and I are, pained by what happened. And that's what we try to do with the book, with the stories, to pain you of what has happened to our government, how that, that, has, that mentality has seeped into the medical profession and really half of our fellow, you know, former fellow Americans, and how you cannot bridge that divide and you cannot live together with these people when they're controlling us. There's no way we're going to be able to ever obtain enough power to somehow control them. So we need to evacuate ourselves from it. Now, obviously, you have to understand what it means when we say national divorce. A lot of people create a straw man as if it means, like, immediate secession, conjuring up the Civil War. And, and it really doesn't necessarily have to mean that, um, especially in the short term, what, what our goals are. But they are so repulsed by it. And, again... Because they want to keep up the racket. They're enjoying themselves. They're selling books. They have high-rated shows. Um, if you're an elected official, you're, you, know, you don't want to give the impression that you're part of the system. You see, part of the point of the push for national divorce, and, and a lot of things we push for, isn't so much the outcome, but the actual fight itself. They seek to obfuscate the divide. We seek to accentuate the divide because the divide is there. Stop with this fake unity. Oh, that's not nice. We're all Americans. Don't cede the country to them. We're going to win. No, we're getting crushed. We're suffering from the divide. My point is we is may as well get some benefit from the divide. And meaning we suffered the liability, namely that we lost the country as a whole. But we may as well, meaning... The choice, we may as well get back our land. The choices are whether they control the federal government in all 50 states or they control the federal government in half the states or however many states. Those are the two options that I see. But they're they're all a part of this. They're part of the controlled opposition. So they want to give the impression that, no, there's a legitimate opposition. We are making lots of progress with our good, amazing Republicans and our amazing CPAC conferences. And... Our presidential election. No, that's bull. But but notice how visceral Con Inc. is against the mention of national divorce. Just say it's kind of absurd. No, they're bothered by it because it nukes their entire lie. They know deep down that if you actually believe in the things they purport to believe in, it would require you to head in that direction. So I want to develop this point and then get into the white coats are coming um oh another another amazing thing like speaking of this double take from conservatives i'm proud second amendment yeah how many of you know how to properly draw from a holster and win a gunfight what if i told you did do you ever wonder like who else thinks like us you know we're minority of the minority even in the so-called conservative movement who else thinks like us how would you like to know who else listens to the show and meet them and meet yours truly? Oh, and by the way, have five days of fun 
at the best handgun defense and constitutional defense training in America. Well, our longtime partners, Patriot Academy, now has their own campus in Fredericksburg, Texas, their own gun ranges where we shoot all day, study the Constitution at night, get together. We can plan our con action teams by state. Um, those of you in Texas, I expect to see you there. Okay, now you don't have to worry about flying and you know transporting your gear and everything. You can get in the car. It's right in Central Texas there. The Constitutional Defense Course, again, is hosted by America's constitutional coach, Rick Green. It's a unique combination of intellectual, physical ammo. Basically, you learn how to properly draw from the holster, accurate shots, win a defensive situation, clear malfunctions, all these drills, and it ends with an amazing, pretty hard test at the end. But it is a lot of fun, and let's do this before it gets hot. So they're having their inaugural class on Sunday, April 23rd. It goes through Thursday. I will be at that first class. Now, they have classes throughout the spring, um, but it does, you know, in Texas, it does get hotter as the spring goes on. So the earlier, the better. Um, you could register now by going to patriotacademy.com slash Daniel. You could see the logistical questions. couple things. It's 500 bucks for the entire course. Um, the, the value of something like this is usually is a couple places around the country do similar things. Um, I would argue this is the best. It is usually 2500 but this is a not-for-profit Christian conservative organization, so it is privately funded. Um, and, you know, obviously, you bring your guns and ammo. If you're flying, sometimes it's not practical to bring that much ammo because we do burn through a ton of ammo. So they offer it right there. You could, you could buy it there when you come there or rent a gun from them. Uh, spots are limited, okay? So make sure you register today. I, I would love to see all you guys there. It's so much fun meeting you guys, um, and especially a lot of you who are retired. It's it's fun going a road trip to Central Texas, um, and you can find all the details there again at, at patriotacademy.com slash Daniel. So, folks, there's a reason why only people like Marjorie Taylor Greene on the right, but nobody on the far left is calling for national divorce. No one that I know of. You would think usually it would be asymmetrical. Like they'd be like, these right wingers are Nazis, da da da. We can't live with them. You know why? Because they already have national divorce. This is what the thumb sucking, teletubby, toe dipping, loser, conservative, dumb, conservative ink doesn't realize or refuse to see. There's nothing novel about what we're calling for. Now, I'm not against full secession, but it's not practical at this point. This might lead to that. But what does an amicable divorce mean? Or, or maybe call it even a separation. The idea is you understand you have a marriage that's that fails and you hate each other and you cannot live together and it will tear apart your lives. And even, even though divorce is terrible for kids, but sometimes you do reach a point where it's it's counterproductive even for the kids to remain together. And look, you do have to have an amicable relationship. You have to have reciprocity with a lot of things. You have to work out the shared assets, most importantly, the custody of the kids. Again, I'm not speaking from experience. I have an amazing marriage, thank God. Um, but, you know, it's rampant. Divorce is rampant. And a lot of people understand that. So, 
you know, you do have what to do with each other, but you severely limit your exposure to one another. So that the few things that you do have to cooperate with, you deal with properly. That's national divorce is understood. That you self-sort as much as you can. We still are part of the same country for now. Reciprocity on different programs, social security, maybe even the military is still shared. I wouldn't even care as much about that if almost everything that matters you do at a state level. It really is taking the 10th Amendment and going up to the actual line and then even taking it farther. And right now, we're nowhere near going up to the line of even where the founders envisioned it, even under the current design. And all these guys are like, Daniel, my constitution. Daniel, that's unconstitutional. Wait, so they could rape our bodies, rape our life, liberty, and property, kill us, Commit a, and this is what they don't understand. They think this is just another day in politics. This may as well be 1992, 1997, 2005. It's just another day in politics. No, no, no. These guys, if you don't think they're willing to arson energy and food, dude, they killed millions of people that we're, we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, but But that's the thing. That's what national divorce is. And guess what? The left has done that. What do you think blue states are? They do what they want. They're literally banning plastic bags. They're banning cars. They're mandating every shot under the sun to go to school. That's what they're doing. They do what they want. We saw this under Trump. There's not anything more federal than people that invade our border. And yet, they successfully... They criminalized cooperating with ICE to deport criminal alien sex offenders. And largely, like in California, deportations plummeted by 80% under Trump because they succeeded, even though they were legally wrong. But they don't care. It doesn't stop them. And I guarantee you, I don't think anyone will disagree with me on this assertion. Where we are at this juncture, if Trump or DeSantis were to become president again, I promise you, they will do. They will take this to the next level. They will show you what national divorce is. You will never be able to control them. If the majority of the people and all the elected officials and the local state courts agree on something, you ain't stopping that. All I want to do is say, look, if they can do it and they will do it inexorably, you're never going to stop that. Whatever impact you know, DeSantis or Trump would want to do on the culture economy or whatever let's say they want to end all global warming regulations you think they're going to go along with that you know what i mean they'll do what they want why can't we have our california and desantis is gradually turning florida into that but there's more to more to be done it really is a shame that the presidential election couldn't be two years behind so you'd get a full term full second term but this is the point everyone's missing. The left does what they want. And that's the reality. But these people can't understand the rise of the Fourth Reich. And let, let, me, let me deviate from this a little bit to, to go, go into some of the news of the day, some of the latest points that we've seen. So, obviously, some of you saw the, the, the big news of last week 
is this German study. Okay? The German study, not study, paper, Die Welt. Where is this? Let me just get into my notes here. Um, they found patient number 11621327. It's not a mere number. It's a human being who was in the Pfizer phase three trial. He was found dead of a stroke in his apartment three, three days after his second dose. Patient 11521497 died 20 days later from cardiac arrest. Both of them were ruled by Pfizer. They get to determine, nah, that, that had nothing to do with the vaccine. They saw it from day one. Okay? Never forget the most important data point. In Pfizer's phase three trial, during the period of time when they followed through before they unblinded and, and then vaccinated the control group, there were 21 all-cause deaths in the trial group and 17, 17 in the control group. And we were lied about that. And by the way, as we see, it gets worse over time. So that was only short term. And that's with so many other lies that it's probably even worse. Um, if you would have followed them up until now and had a real control group, the, the spread would be you know, much more statistically uh, significant. Again, what is it going to take? What is it going to take to end this? To, 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 for the, uh, the, all the conservative talk show hosts and the Republicans to unitedly say this needs to be taken off the, the market and at least join me in pressuring the states and the governors that have your ear. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Kim Reynolds, why, Christy Nome. why are they not taking these shots off the market? Why are they not doing like Florida and putting out health alerts, recommending against them and making doctors offer conform, informed consent? What is it going to take? Oh, 7 million, 10 million died. This, yeah, 30 million injured. Wait, what? It's like nothing matters anymore. Let's go through some of this. Sonia Elijah, we've had her on, great uh, independent investigative reporter. She wrote this for Children's Health Defense. The European Union put out their first ever periodic safety update report. Yeah, kind of a little late. 286-page document. And it covers adverse events. So we have theirs. Now we have European numbers. It's a six-month period from December 19, 2020 through June 18th. 2021. So this is basically the first six months of the regime, of the poison regime. Just in that six-month window. And again, all these pharmacovigilants are very, 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 very underreported. 1.17 million adverse events, including 5,115 deaths. One-third of all those AEs, so you're talking about like you know, 350,000 were serious. The most common AEs were among the age group 31 to 50, so you can't miss that. Nearly half of all deaths and 86% of AEs were among those with no comorbidities. Nearly half of the outcomes were unresolved and 23% did not recover. And by the way, these numbers are just from Pfizer. Remember, a lot of people in Europe got AstraZeneca. Some got Moderna as well, but just from Pfizer. Oh, and by the way, women suffered AEs at a rate of three to one over men. That jives very interestingly with 
numerous, numerous other studies and data points and surveys. Very interesting that women seem to suffer a lot more than men. And it's not just the reproductive. I mean, that's, that's for sure. But it's also neurological and, and other things as well. So, folks, like, nothing matters. They knew this. They all knew this. All of the global regulatory agencies all knew this. And, folks, this is regulatory capture, what I talk about. When they box out the free market as the sole arbiter of everything, and then they sit on it. You know, I'm seeing a lot of people, there's this rising movement of so-called right-wing populists that take populism to an end rather than a means and become full-blown populists and they come full circle and they sound like Bernie Sanders. And there's a group of them, Sorad Arabi, um, he wrote a piece at the American Conservative on this. We After Ohio, we need more rail regulations on, on this stuff. And we need to, like, basically their argument is that the whole problem is with the wokeness of the left, but we need to be like the Democrats were pre-wokeness, their economic model. It's not like, there's no nuance. It's just straight up be like the Democrats were. And it's like, no, that's not, they're missing the point. Like, we agree that, and, and, and I've said this before, you have to recalibrate your strategy on private companies based on what we're dealing with, but not as an end to itself of like, oh, we need more regulations. Who do you think, what do you think caused this? They're missing the point. It wasn't like greedy corporate, I mean, it is greedy corporations, I agree, but it's greedy corporations that are then unchecked by the free market because you don't have one because the government, the more you have a regulatory state, the more you have regulatory capture. That's what they miss. Pharmaceuticals are regulated like anything. Believe me, when they don't want something that's good, they'll they'll bury it. Okay? But that's the point. They know about it. It's corrupt as anything. You can't empower the government more. You're going to create more of that, not less. But that's I just want to deviate. That's that's an important point we're going to develop throughout the year. Um this this debate on the right. Um there's a right way and a wrong way of doing populism. But anyway, this is what they knew from day one. Trials and execution. We are not exaggerating. They are murderers. They are mass murderers. The greatest crime committed against humanity. New Zealand. They now recorded its biggest increase in registered deaths in 100 years. It's in their biggest papers now. This is not like some sort of right-wing blog. It's out in the open. Latest figures show that there were 10.4% more deaths in 2022 than 2021. Now, some people say, well, Daniel, that's because COVID didn't really start until 2022. But that in itself is a question. How in the world do you have almost 100% of the COVID deaths in Australia and New Zealand after, after everyone was vaccinated? I could understand you could say, well, Daniel, we had more COVID afterwards or whatever, but if they're right, this whole lie, well, it doesn't stop transmission, but boy, is it effective against critical illness. Then how do you have 100 times more COVID deaths post-vaccine? That makes no sense. That's number one. Number two, they're like, well, that's because they ended the lockdowns. Yeah, but how come the lockdowns work nowhere else in the world? Because everywhere else where they did have them, it made no difference between the countries that, you know, Sweden versus 
you know, France and Italy and, and you know, some of these South American countries that had uh, very, very strict lockdowns like Peru um, and, uh, you know, Argentina, and yet they had horrible, horrible death rates all along. Again, there was a different reason. I think the most credible reason, it's the same reason you saw this in, in J- Japan and other countries. Clearly, there was cross-immunity in the Pacific Rim to covid one theory is that, you know, they were doing German warfare for a long time, releasing many other things for many years, and then screwed around with this. But then the vaccines cre- attenuated the immunity and created, you know, dominant strains that mutated, and then the immunity no longer helped, and then they were even worse off with the immune suppression. That's the best, I think, that the data and the science show. Again, it's still a theory. I'm not going to run with it, but, um, but that's the story. You can't deny all of the death and, and destruction. You can't deny it. But I guess you can do whatever you want if there's not a unified party, a unified voice fighting against it. Now, folks, just like the white coats are coming for us and our lives, they're coming for our money, too. You know, I know I was watching my money languish in the stock market, languish under inflation. Um, one thing I could you could bet your money on, we don't have a party that's going to tackle inflation. Okay, that's quite evident. So it's going to continue. So what are you going to do? So just like you know, we're promoting early treatments and ways to improve your health when they're blocking treatment and uh, unleashing viruses upon us, so too you can do that with your money. Put it in something of value with birch gold. Um, I, I'm in the middle of doing my uh, you know, 2022 tax returns. I will owe extra money this year. And well, if you don't want the government to get it, what do you do? You put it in IRA, 401k, but are you going to put it in Vanguard? Are you going to put it in Fidelity? Or are you going to put it in something of value that's been valuable for thousands of years? Birch Gold. Text Daniel to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. And then talk to one of the precious metals specialists. You can talk on the phone. Um, but the, the packet is very well done. Um, very easy to understand. And you know you don't have to allow your money to recede with the government inflation and the Fourth Reich. Text 9829898 today to Daniel. All right, so New Zealand. So we talked about New Zealand recording the highest death rate, and it's the funniest thing. They have no idea about what's going on. Yeah, yeah, you know, there were just um, 3,642 more deaths than 2021. Nothing to talk about. No problem. Now, folks, America is about, I don't know, 66 times larger, 65 times larger than New Zealand. So, you know, you're talking about the equivalent of an excess 200 to 250,000 deaths in the U.S. So we're seeing country after country after country after country have this issue. Excess mortality in the European Union. It rose sharply, 19%. 
19% in December 2022. Again, this is what's disturbing. You think, okay, you know, most Europeans got their shot in 2021. Okay, you got boosters at the end, maybe the beginning of 2022. This is recently. And the 19% excess fatality rate. Germany was the highest, 37%. Romania and Bulgaria were had no excess deaths. Interestingly enough, Romania and Bulgaria had by far the lowest vaccination rate, probably very few boosters there, so you don't have that dose dependency. And, and again, this is not, well, how do you know? How do you know? It could be anything. It could be anything. Well, first of all, why are you not concerned about it? Okay, so then this should be like, I mean, at a minimum, you have the biggest plague of sudden deaths and sudden birth declines in the history of humanity. No one could deny that now. So if you don't know what's causing it, why is that not the number one global public policy crisis? It, the numbers are literally topping COVID. How is that not a crisis? And moreover, what they like to do is, let's say we have 25 different data points coming from different angles. The pharmacovigilance, the Pfizer reports, the, the regulatory agency reports, the disability numbers, the medical billing numbers, the life insurance numbers, the macroepidemiological comparisons um, of, of excess deaths. Boom, 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 boom. The mechanism of actions, all the studies, the case studies. And they take each one and isolate it. And like, whoa, whoa, so you can't prove it. Yeah, but you put it all together and it's well over enough to convict someone if the shots would be a person to convict them with murder one. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, we just said that they directly have the shots associated with all these ailments that cause sudden deaths from that EU report. Oh, and now there's 19% excess deaths with EU. Oh, so that's on the death side. That's on the death side. You know, you think how many people the Redcoats killed. Um... And I understand the population was smaller at the time. And, you know, it was a very, you know, it was a very tough, you know, very, very tough for them. It was, it was a big sacrifice. But um, I think about 6,800 Americans died in the Revolutionary War. So, again, that was a lot for the population. But still, nothing like today. So you say 4,800. So what is that? You extrapolate the population for, you know, I don't know, you multiply by 150, let's say. So, yeah, I mean, believe it or not, for per our population, that could be the equivalent of maybe a half a million people, and I understand that. And that was a big sacrifice. But we're now losing more. And this is, this is just the short term and we're getting to the midterm. We didn't even get to the long term effects of this. I mean, again, this is much worse than you could ever think, than you could ever imagine. So this is on the death side in, the, in, in Europe. What about the birth side? So Dr. Colleen Huber, she's one of the first doctors we had on the show very early on two years ago. Um, she has a substack called The Defeat of covid Birth rates plunge in heavily vaccinated countries. So at the same time we have the death rates, we have the plummeting of the birth rates in Europe. 
Again, this is no longer just, you know, one country here and there. This is, this is really, really serious. Finland, down 4.7%. Okay. Schweiz, I guess that's Switzerland. That's down 8.7%. Um, oh, geez. They have these all in these German names. I, can't, I don't even know what these countries are. Um, I was about to read it off to you, but um, it's, it's, uh, it's not in English. It's funny. You learn how all these countries have a different name. But it's crazy when you plot it on a graph. It's, it's all them. It's, uh, I mean, again, every one of them. Pretty much every country that has a high vaccination rate, it's out of control. Completely out of control. So she has all the goods on this, all the data. It's amazing. And again, it's the timing is insane. The timing works perfectly with the nine months coinciding with uh, the uptake of the vaccine for that age group. That age group. And that's why it affected 2022 more than 2021. And I mean, you, I mean, this, this is, this is really, really bad. Really, really bad. Poland minus 13.5%. 13.5%. Utterly insane. Utterly insane. And again, Sweden. Sweden's on there too. Okay? Down 6.7%. And that's a lot. Standard deviations over for one year. And Sweden did not have... Did not have a lockdown. So you can't blame it on the lockdown. And, you know, obviously the UK is on there. All of them. 19 European countries. Germany, Austria, France, Belgium, Netherlands, they all have negative. Spain, Portugal. It's funny. The ones you don't find on there, interestingly enough, are Romania and Bulgaria. Just like with excess deaths. And then, folks, I'm, I'm just going to throw one after another more data. I mean... I'm not going to keep doing this because I want to focus more on activism. We have enough data. But this is, there's a preprint and research gate. In, in the nine months of 2022, the over 75 age groups accounted for 23,000 excess deaths, which is 61% of the total 38,000 excess deaths for all age groups. So seniors are dying, right? This evidence contradicts the often made claim that the COVID injections are particularly beneficial to the elderly. You're not seeing that. We're not seeing that anywhere. We're seeing the opposite. Between, between 2021 and September 2022, the oldest age cohort, so those 85 older, substantially increased their total excess mortality by 17,000. Um, while the 75 to 84 group increased by 13,000, the most vulnerable groups accounted for 65% of the surges in total excess deaths. Um, 
the specificity of COVID injections on excess mortality is much clearer for the younger, young than the old, due to fewer possible confounding factors. So that's the thing. But in the raw numbers, interestingly enough, you're really, really seeing it in the, the, the elderly. So I'm sick of all these phony people that are claiming to join our side. They're like, no, Daniel, it's still good. It's still good for the seniors. That, that, that's a genocide. And, and a lot of those are being juiced up with multiple doses. So again, you can find that at ResearchGate. Type in Australian COVID-19 pandemic, a Bradford Hill analysis of uh, iotrogenic excess mortality. Okay, let's move on. Then we know another interesting thing is so we know VAERS is underreported possibly by a factor of 26 on average. We don't know exactly, but that was one calculation. Um, but even those that report, they don't get, they, they get erased. So this came out a few months ago in December um, by React 19, and it was funded, it was, it was gone over by some of ICANN's lawyers. They put out a report, they reviewed 126 their report numbers filed by 103 independent vaccine-injured citizens. They got a hold of those citizens. Because they, they had a suspicion, we, people have been reporting, they can't find their various reports. So they, they randomly spot-checked 103 people. And what they found out of 126 verified true VAERS reports, meaning that were reported to CDC, 61% were logged in correctly. Well, what about the other 39%? 22% do not have permanent IDs, so they're not publicly visible on the interface. 12% of the reports have been outright deleted, and 5% could not file a report or the report number remains unknown. So only 61% of even what we know that random sample put in were properly acknowledged. And, and what they found, and this is what's scary, of the 15 deleted reports, that 15 deleted reports randomly sampled, half of them were permanent disability and... and uh, um. Out of the 15, I think four of them were ER or hospital visits. Very interesting. These were serious ones. So my point is, even before you get to the fact that most people never heard of theirs, especially for that first you know year or so, and even, even now, especially first year, almost nobody heard of theirs. Didn't know there was a concept, didn't know to do it. But before you even get that, even among the ones that did, they deleted a lot of them or never made a lot of them public and played a lot of other games. And another thing related to this, Jessica, Dr. Jessica Rose put this out on her um, Substack from, this might have been from Facebook, the, on Died Suddenly, there's a website, Died Suddenly, and they have like a Facebook group. Someone put this out, and this is very interesting, and again, it, it, cap, it encapsulates the mentality among the white coats and the Fourth Reich. 
I have a coworker who got the cupcake. That that's I think they're using that because Facebook will zap it if you have the word vaccine. So they're calling it cupcake because of pressure at work. And I think he was drinking the Kool-Aid. A while after having the cupcake, his wife found him on the kitchen floor. He was rushed to the hospital where he spent two days in emergency care, one day in the cardiac ward due to a cardiac event. He's been diagnosed with myocarditis. When he asked his cardiologist if he should get the second cupcake, the doctor's response was, you may as well, the damage has already been done. And it's that sort of mentality, folks, that we bring out in, in, in the rise of the Fourth Reich. How it's not just the government, but it seeped in to the people. The medical profession, they're like, wait, what? And, and this is not a rare thing that maybe they didn't know it was associated, some neurological thing they didn't know it was associated with the vaccine because they're a bunch of dummies. Everyone knows about myocarditis. Okay, if you're a cardiologist, you could count on your hand how many times you've dealt with it before, and, and now it's everywhere, and you know even the government admits it's associated with it. Yeah, you may as well get the second one. The damage is already done. I'm like, wait, what? How could someone say that? So he got it. He got the second dose. Was bedridden for quite some time before finally returning to work under modified duty. Today, my coworker dropped a bombshell. On the one-year anniversary of his cardiac event, he had a follow-up appointment with the same cardiologist. After reviewing the test results, the doctor asked a strange question. He asked, what are you doing here? My coworker was surprised. answered, I'm here for my one-year follow-up. The doctor then told my coworker that he wanted to show him something. He turned the screen around of his computer and asked, one-year follow-up to what? There was nothing on file about my coworker being admitted to the hospital after the cupcake. Do you have any paperwork? The doctor asked. Yes, my coworker responded. I have my discharge papers. Keep them. The doctor advised, you are the fifth patient of mine whose admission records have been removed. The doctor complained to Alberta Health Services. So this is in Canada and is now receiving disciplinary action. Meaning the doctor, who was an idiot himself, part of the Fourth Reich, telling him to get the second dose, knowing he got myocarditis, Eventually, it was like, hey, you know, you guys are erasing these things. He's facing disciplinary action. Now, I know that's Canada, but this is going on in America. How could we move on? How could we move on from this? They are treating us like lab rats, literally. I, you think the Nazi comparison is, is overblown? Folks, this is the Nazis if they had control of the entire world, not just Auschwitz, to do experimentation. And they have the technology and global reach to do it. That's the fourth as opposed to the third Reich. This is where we are. How could we move on? And folks, how could we forget about what the medical field did and the need for medical freedom and to reform healthcare. Bottom up. Let me read to you like just how we've forgotten um, Kelly, just her first name. She uh, left a review on Amazon for the book. And I think it really encapsulates where we are. In the spring of 2021, I lost my father-in-law to the hospital COVID protocols. They gave him remdesivir and he went into full renal and organ failure. I didn't know he was going to the hospital until it was too late. My mother-in-law then got COVID a few days later and I was able to intervene and get her on the American Frontline Doctors Protocol 
and she improved within days. The experience sent me into a tailspin. I knew early treatment was being withheld, and I couldn't understand why. My story is similar to so many other stories. Then came the vaccine mandates. My unvaccinated middle school daughter, who had natural immunity, was made to quarantine every time she was exposed to COVID at school, and yet the vaccinated kids, who, by the way, all got COVID, were allowed to stay. This level of discrimination outraged me and a group of moms like myself fought against the tyranny in our state. Fast forward to this book written by Steve Dace and Daniel Hurwitz. This book encompasses the written testimony of people who endured similar experiences as I did. These people lost loved ones akin to a modern-day genocide through medical treatments with no informed consent, a pillar of the Nuremberg Code. There's also testimony and stories from highly published doctors who saved thousands with early treatments and were met with vitriol from the medical community because they used repurposed FDA-approved drugs with safety profiles safer than Tylenol. What makes this book dynamic is how easy it reads. It lays out the case and proves that people have been killed or injured by hospital protocols and from the COVID gene therapies that do not stop anyone from getting or transmitting COVID. Moreover, these gene therapies are causing heart and blood clots and are still being advertised by the U.S. government. Why? That's why you should read the book and buy the additional copies for your elected representatives at the state and federal level. Every fact is footnoted and offers truth that everyone needs to understand. I guarantee you, you won't be able to put it down. And and thank you, Kelly, for that review. And I appreciate all of you who have done uh, similar reviews. But that's the thing. It's like we forget. And this is the failure of the same Teletubby conservative movement. Oh, how dare you talk about national divide? They don't feel it in their heart. This is all a game to them. Politics is a game. Again, I don't care how much this sells in and of itself to make money. I care to raise the prominence of the issue because we felt our shows and our columns weren't doing enough. So you thought maybe a book like this with that type of title and, and Nuremberg would, 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 would help and we're hoping it still will. And action items, but I'm spending more of my time working in state legislatures. We're really preparing with Idaho... Um, Idaho is going to be a really, really big one where we have the bill from uh, Senator Tammy Nichols to ban mRNA in Idaho. It's gained a tremendous amount of notoriety, and that's the home of Ryan Cole. So hopefully we can get him and all these guys down to testify and see how much we can get. I mean, I doubt we're going to get a full ban, but you know, even 50% we compromise. You know, that, That's something more than we've gotten in any state. How could we just walk away from this? An insurance analyst in the UK, Josh Sterling, put out recently, people who are under 50 who took the vaccine now have a 49% higher mortality rate. One After just one dose, they have a 145% mortality rate because that's likely bringing in the immune suppression. So that's the COVID deaths from the shot as well as the other deaths. As an insurance analyst, they were able to analyze that and compare. It does not protect against critical illness from COVID. It creates it as well as every other ailment under the sun. How can we continue to go on like this? Oh, but guess what? Moderna just came out with their mRNA flu shot, and they announced it's 50%. They announced it's really... Oh, boy, is it really effective. By the way, even in their own lives, they can only get about a 50% um, success rate, effectiveness rate, if you look at their numbers. 
and also they have 50 percent higher rates of side effects than even the current flu shots <laughs> so it actually is worse than anything else um and and th- this came out last week and their stock went down because the results were actually bad, even in their own fat. They couldn't even fabricate the data with that. How could we just move on as if nothing happened? As if nothing happened. And again, we have these explosions and fires. That's the new died suddenly. You think this couldn't happen? They did this all on purpose. They're still doing it after everything we know. So, of course, I mean, someone has a report out saying maybe we'll get into this more tomorrow with vinyl chloride. It looks like CDC recalibrated just a few weeks ago the minimum dose exposure that's hazardous. Again, I want to check that out that's being thrown around. I have to verify it. But to me, that's, that's a nothing compared to what they did. Of course they could do that. We just have to uncover this, but nothing, it doesn't smell right because it's not like, there's one thing if, oh, okay, you know, the train derailment happened, they were late to the cause, now that it was a public outrage, boom, they, they deal with it, cover it up. No, just like with COVID, they're still continuing. Not moving them out. Not giving them the tools they need. No answers on anything. That kind of tells you this might have been done. It's a very chilling clip I want to play for you. Just a half a minute here. Trisha Mack of Fox 19 in Cincinnati has been doing some good reporting on this. She put out on Twitter this clip from Shelby Walker, who's a resident of East Palestine. Just, you know, her general feeling of the government's reaction and what the government did. Take a listen here. What are your fears? I'm afraid we're going to be stuck here. And then we're kind of like their little lab rats. Like, maybe you might get cancer five years, ten years down the road. You might not, but you might, is what they're saying. And that's my fear. I don't want to live in a what if or maybe kind of life. I don't want to fear that for the next five to ten years that me or my children are going to get sick or my grandchildren will never have their own children or be sick and never get to live life. That scares me. So folks, we're lab rats. Did you hear that? We are lab rats. They're getting sick and everything short term, just like with COVID. They knew right away in the clinical trials and immediately after the uh, initiation of it, the FDA knew it, CDC knew it, Pfizer knew it. Uh, European Medicine Agency knew it. Australia TGA knew it. We have all the documents for all of that right now. Incidentally, we don't have anything for Moderna. Yeah, because that was a CIA DARPA operation. That is the government. Um, They knew it, and they did it anyway. We are lab rats. The white coats are coming. So, folks, this is the point. It's not just that there's nothing more important than healthcare, medical care, life, you know, throwing pathogens on us, denying care, throwing uh, biomedical products and, and fake vaccines and dangerous gene therapies and then mandating it. There's nothing more directly affecting life and liberty than that. That is true. 
but it also is a glimpse. When you read the book, you'll understand that they're likely doing this in other, other spheres and they have the means and the motive. So when you start seeing the East Palestine story and then there's this whole assortment of way too many disasters that deal with vital infrastructure, it really does make you wonder. But again, these Teletubbies are like, oh, we need to focus on train safety. Like, like we need more regulations. Uh, 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 okay, you, you're, you're just totally missing the boat. We are freaking lab rats. They're the white coats. This is a high-tech, more deadly version of 1776 that is more all-encompassing to every aspect of our life, liberty, and property. What are we going to do about it? So again, that's why I need you to purchase the book. That's why we need national divorce. That's why we need to make state legislatures great again, red states red again. One thing before we go, um, I just want to point out, I forgot to mention, you know, a lot of you have been asking me about, um, you know, whatever happened to the early treatments. So we do have, they have a new website, earlytreatmentmeds.com. It's still seven cells. It's funneled through another company, earlytreatmentmeds.com. Um, they're not an official Blaze advertiser, but they told me the promo code Daniel, they're offering 50% off. So I was like, okay, I'll let my audience know. Um you know, Dr. Zelenko always said all these single-strand mRNA or single-strand RNA viruses, RSV, Marburg's, um, Ebola, a lot of the same things do work, uh, is work for COVID, flu, whatever. So again, earlytreatmentmens.com, promo code Daniel, 50% off. You fill out your questionnaire for pres prescription. They have all these different dose packs that have, whether it's hydroxy, nidazoxanide, ivermectin, you know, active form vitamin D, different things. You can see their flu packet, different different things. Check it out. It's worth it to have this stuff on hand um, because remember, the blowing up of infrastructure, they're blowing up our bodies too directly. And once you recognize that, you'll understand the need to focus on these issues and you'll also understand the need for national divorce and we're not just one presidential election away of a Republican winning from solving this. you got to rec recognize that that's an IQ test. And that's why COVID, that issue, is really an IQ test for where you are on many other issues. We are way out of time. But, folks, we're going to have Dell Bigtree on tomorrow. Let me know your questions for him. Really excited about that. I love Dell. Um, he's been a great patriot. Till tomorrow, God bless you all. And thank you for listening.